It's like that gross dude in college that's really proud of his dong and wants to whip it out at everybody. That is Joe <laughs> drunk with his walking. <laughs> well, at least one is much more savory than the other. I will I will take a an uncalled for Christopher Walken impression <laughs> over over anyone hanging brain at me any day. <laughs> TF Animate, the show where the heroes are here. I'm as ever your host, Joe, and joining me is Travis. Hey, Joe, what's up, man? Uh, 50. We're at 50. That's, that is an accomplishment and mind-blowing that we have kept up this long. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a testament to the stamina and sanity of you, mostly. Probably. Maybe. Not really. Anyways, uh, you know, you can't celebrate a milestone without some friends that helped you get <laughs> get there and uh we got somebody with us a podcast king amongst us uh i would do a whole preamble of all of his podcasts but we only have about an hour to get this podcast done so <laughs> hi jake hello uh, i didn't know i was gonna be on 50 i didn't know this is gonna be a milestone episode i i would have uh, i would have dressed up or something <laughs> <laughs> i've literally podcasted with you a few times now and i know that to be categorically untrue oh yeah it's literally some form of shorts and a tank top every single time i'm I'm podcasting it's the only thing i know how to wear when i podcast as far as i know that's actually just your skin and you just podcast topless <laughs> because that is uh, all i ever see you in uh, you know what i will never reveal my secrets then <laughs> uh, so moving on we're talking about my hero academia today yeah you've made a terrible mistake uh, the two of you, because um, it is it is my favorite show on television right now. And if you would have told me that a year ago, I would be like, there's no way an anime is going to be my favorite show. <laughs> I can't believe you used time travel to come back and lie to me. But here we are. Uh, and, and I just fucking love this television program. I love this as a time capsule to pull back to early Jake that was anime is for babies. It's for nerds, for sure, still. Uh, but get <laughs> this one. This one's good. <laughs> no, no, that that's why you were the perfect guest for 50, is because I feel like we were the mimetic virus that made you do an anime? I, <laughs> a little bit. I'm. It's, you're definitely, a, there is definitely a percentage of the blame that can be placed on, on the two of you, for sure. <laughs> We did it, Joe. Unlike most things, I'm not going to dodge this blame. <laughs> um, I've watched like five entire animes, so <laughs> it's a lot. You know, you actually may have watched more anime in its entirety <laughs> than I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm the the benefit to being on this side of the podcast and not in it is that I get to choose. Um, what I want to watch, and uh, and you are more subjected to it. So I can go, I'm going to watch One Punch Man, and then I can watch One Punch Man. Um, whereas Joe can be like, you're going to watch literally fucking whatever, and then that's the thing that you have to do, and no one blames you for not watching more JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> or or um, 
you know, like a, a guest could come on and say, hey, you know what you're going to watch is bo 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 Oh, here. Here's, here's the worst thing ever. Cool. Right. Like, this is literally filth and trash that someone animated. It's not even a story. Go ahead and review that. Have fun. Uh, yeah, whoever did that must have been a real dickhead. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm also happy that I'm on the 50th episode because I probably won't be asked back after what I'm going to make you guys watch next time. <laughs> So it's been a good run. Th- third time's a charm. That's all. I'll save it for the end. Fair. All right. So uh, now with uh, dumb banter out of the way, I guess. <laughs> so we are watching My Hero Academia episode 23, uh, Shoto Todoroki Origin. So we're looking at a superhero show and immediately we jumped right into a backstory because that's how the medium works. It seems it seems right. Right, yeah, that's like that's that's good for the medium. Ah, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's weird because I've got I have seen more than this episode of My Hero Academia as my my children have become big fans, and so like while I'm sitting eating dinner or whatever, they have been you know consuming some of this. So I, I picked up a little bit. Like I saw, I think the first two episodes, so I was familiar with one character in this. <laughs> Well, no, two. Two, two, two characters in this. Excuse me. Uh, but what screwed me up is I thought he was non-powered. What? Oops, spoilers. Well, yeah, that's a pretty big spoiler. It's like the third thing that happens, so I don't think yeah. I don't think it's like too big of a spoiler. I can't even say that I'm surprised. There was no way that this was going right. to go all the way and he was just going to not have powers. That wasn't going to be a thing. I, I thought when I was watching it, I thought, because I didn't know anything about the show, I just was like, I want to watch an anime, and I've heard good things about this one, so let me check it out. Um, I thought that he was like going to get into UA without any powers, and that was going to be the show. I was very wrong, and I'm, and I'm glad it wasn't. Uh, long story short, he it's a superpower given to him that is a, uh, I don't know how to phrase it. It's not like necessarily a genetic thing, but you can pass it down to people uh and that's it's like has a lineage behind it he's basically like given the ability to be a legacy character in a comic book the mantle is passed down to him yeah fair 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 okay so now that we we've gotten a little bit of the character whose backstory we're not talking about right now (laughs) uh let's talk a little bit about uh todoroki uh, because that's whose backstory we start to learn here this guy, he's got a very, I almost want to call it Two-Face aesthetic. It, it's, it's a very binary kind of uh, setup, just character design. Yeah. That kind of plays into the character a little bit, or the story we're, we're about to tell throughout this episode, that the, there's two halves to this guy. Yeah, the, the wild thing about Todoroki is that in the first season, which is like 13 episodes, he has maybe 12 lines. Like, he's, like, a non-player. And then as soon as season two hits, they're like, all right, now you're going to be one of, like, I would say the main four characters on the show. Uh, but he just had ice powers before, and you don't even know, like, why ha- half of his hair is red until, like, two episodes ago, I think. If that, mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a really, I don't want to say a slow burn. I feel like that pun is too easy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, they they hold back on on, like giving you information that you need and it like it makes it more satisfying when you get there 
Yeah, because like originally, like we basically get that he is the exemplary student. Like he's one of the people that didn't have to go through the examination in season one because he got recommended. Yeah, he got in on on recommendation because his dad, spoilers, is the number two hero. Um, because superheroes are ranked because it's a job. Uh, which mm-hmm. is uh the the big conceit of the show that I kind of love. But yeah, he just like got in and it was like extremely competent and very powerful right out of the gate and you don't know anything about him until like three episodes ago so the basic setup for the episode is we are in the tournament arc of season two and Deku and Todoroki are set up to face each other the entire point of this tournament is when I first watched it it seemed like to me, it appeared that they were basically, like, ranking them, but then they kept telling you that it's like, no, this isn't for rankings, this is just, like, so you're marketable, which actually comes up later in the series. Yeah, um, and it, like, there's a lot of it, like, in in the first, once they get to the actual tournament part of the, the this arc, because it's a whole festival, so there's, like, two phases before it that maybe phase two took up a little too much time. Uh, but was still pretty good. And then they get you to the tournament and like, it's literally like, this is just to show agencies what you can do. So they'll want to hire you. It, it's again, part of that whole, like superheroes is a job. So fight and don't kill each other on this global stage. Yeah. We got a healer. You'll be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that idea just because it harkens back to something I really love, which is uh worm which is an audiobook. I think I've recommended it to Jake before. I think so, yeah. And yeah, there, there's a whole bit about how as a superhero you have to be marketable. They they have literal PR divisions of the government agency that controls uh, you know, the the superheroes for marketability. Yeah. Uh cuz like if you're if you're not like a well-marketed superhero, nobody's going to want you to come save them. And like I I don't know. That's just like, a, especially when it is like a, a actual job where like they explain like in, in, uh, I think in the next arc, there's like internships and there's literally a character who just li- lays out, we go to a scene if there's a villain or like if there's like a, a thing that needs our help. And then like afterwards, we fill out paperwork and send that to the government and then they send <laughs> us money. It's like, oh, gee, it's like literally boring bureaucracy except for the parts mm-hmm. where you get to fight a villain and be cool. Oh, 100%. Uh, even Worm uh, goes into that a bit when, like, you get to be the leader of a team. There's, you know, so much bureaucracy that you're going to have to deal with on top of, you know, actually risking your life in combat right. <laughs> with other superpowered human beings. Yeah. Which is fun. But anyways, back to my hero. <laughs> yeah, to, to actually get into the episode, we get, like, a little primer of what happened last time. Basically, Totoro saying, yep, Endeavor's my dad, and he's the worst. <laughs> and I fucking hate him. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, Todoroki has big goth energy, uh, for sure, at the start of the, Like, the level of parent hate is, is palpable, and at this point, you don't really know why. It just seems like a fuck you dad thing. Yeah, oh, oh boy, will you find out, though, over the course of this episode. <laughs> Yeah, uh, hold on, folks. We're getting there. We ain't there yet. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna arrive at that destination. I, I love that he's like, I hate my dad, and my like. Th- first of all, his dad refers to him exclusively as his greatest creation. Like he does not mm-hmm. call him his son. He is a thing that he made to be better than All Might, who is anime Superman Jesus. 
uh, and my dad and the greatest. <laughs> but like he he calls him his creation. So, you know, something weird is up from the jump and nothing. He's like, nothing pisses my dad off more than when I don't use his superpower. Like his power is fire and I will not use it. I only use the ice that I got from my mom. And and like that makes him so mad. And I was like, what a good kid. <laughs> like what a what mm-hmm. a what a what a good boy who's just like, I hate my dad and I'm gonna piss him off by just not using his firepower. Yep. Man, uh alright, so that's the that's the general premise or backstory that we get for right now. Uh we'll cut to more of it later, but I guess we should uh get on to the tournament. So let's fight. We get into the fight and the introductions with the underrated MVP, President Mike. President Mike is very good. He's the best. Here's the thing about President Mike that I learned. I didn't learn. I just have to assume. Is it a play on live Mike? Like the mic is like, because like present Mike doesn't make any sense unless it's a weird <laughs> translation of live Mike. Weird translation would probably make more sense to me. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a good name, but I was like, that has to be the origin. It's probably like a pun in the Japanese that doesn't quite translate. Right. Also, I've only watched it in uh, in English. I uh, I, I watched the dub because uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a big giant nerd. Um, so <laughs> that's a lie. I do watch the subs because the new ones come out two weeks ahead of time, and I can't wait. So, yep. so oops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? It's a popular enough show that I was confident that I could watch the dub, and it wasn't going to be like the worst. It's. I think it's really good. I, th- I think it's. It's very. Good, oh yeah, so. it's. It's very confident as far as voice acting goes. I would say. Yeah. Uh, so they start fighting. Well, first, first we have a little bit of an inner monologue because. What is a shonen show without an inner monologue <laughs> before a fight? Because you no, you, you're not doing shonen right if the main character doesn't give himself a speech about the person he's about to fight before they actually <laughs> fight. His his pre-game battle strategy, if you will. Yeah, and I I don't know a lot about um, shonen anime. I've watched two, um, so. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know a ton about it. I think it works really well for Deku because like his whole thing is that he can plan very well, and like that's all he brings to the table aside from his superpower that destroys his own body when he uses it. He's also been such a fan of like heroes for yeah. his entire life, and we have this whole thing of him having an entire book of like notes he's taken on heroes he admires yeah the the notebook we see in the beginning of the show is the 13th volume of his notes on heroes yeah. <laughs> so like he's a big dork and just loves superheroes so he's like very good at figuring it out he can apply that very well um and i assume a lot of sh- uh, apparently a lot of shonen anime is like they do this anyway but without that little tidbit i guess <laughs> Yep, that 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 is accurate <laughs> yep uh when you said 13th volume now i'm just thinking about those bo- like if you've seen the movie seven the weird journals that they 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 kind, run into. kind of yeah <laughs> like a little bit fun, fun fact no one told the guy that had to make all those that they didn't have to be actual readable oh, yeah. stuff so that is there are actual words there's actual sentences yeah in all of those books yeah their their art director did like a thousand notebooks full of every single one of them is full in like weird chicken scratches and he would do weird shit like take pages out of some and put them in different ones like dog no one's gonna see that (laughs) no one that's that's for you buddy are you okay do you need help 
Prime? Are you seven? <laughs> Are you secretly seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, fun little WTF anime facts about non-anime movies. There you go, folks. <laughs> it's what you get. So he gives he gives this monologue, and I don't remember exactly. I'm assuming it's like if if I don't do this right, I will lose immediately because he's very powerful. Yeah, it's like he's he's gonna come at me first, so do defensive shit. Right, and he's gonna he's gonna start off big ice basically, and uh, I'm gonna give it my all because that seems to be a thing that he constantly repeats to himself. Yep. It's also the only way he can use his power right now is, like, all or nothing. <laughs> so, like, he ends up breaking all of his fingers and his arms and maybe a leg in this, uh, over the course of this episode. And, like, <laughs> he does he does a fucking number on his arm, uh, that's for sure. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, I like the through line of, like, I gotta give it my all. And then, like, the quirk translates exactly to, yes, you do, because you, mm-hmm. you can't otherwise. Oh, uh, for those uninitiated, uh, Quirk is what they call the superpowers these people have. It's They don't call it a superpower, it's your Quirk. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm too deep in the fucking paint on this, I didn't <laughs> even realize that <laughs> that is not a common term. And huh, maybe Deku giving it his all and wanting Todoroki to give it his all might come up later. I don't know. Who, who knows? Stay who tuned. Knows? <laughs> Ooh. So we get some ice blasts and some, like finger flicking to blow up ice blasts and then we have a quick scene with a bunch of the guys that didn't make it into this episode like just having it out and (laughs) watching some matches everyone's favorite exploding son oh i love my angry gay son so much i can't wait to talk about him (laughs) so much Uh, i also love that they they feel the need to give you they animate it huge but they felt like no that wasn't big enough to show you how impressive this should be they literally cut to like crowd chatter about how impressive one the ice blast was, and two that you know they just got showered with it because he flicked it away with his finger. Yeah, how does if you, you haven't you've only seen the two episodes where he doesn't have superpowers yet, and now he has <laughs> now he has super like flicking powers. Like, does that read as like? Does that read right to you? Having just like jumped right in, uh, it's creating a large amount of cognitive dissonance. Okay. <laughs> Basically, he's so strong he can flick the air in half, and it just like creates super like bursts of air because of how strong he his. I guess like the quirk's really ill defined. It gives you power, and like how you use that is kind of up to the user. And uh, like for him, he he figured out like I can flick real hard. <laughs> I've seen JoJo's. This all translates so far. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, Joe. The, the ill-defined power? That seems, uh... Ill-defined power just leaves more room for growth later. Like, I don't know what you're asking <laughs> of me. You mean it leaves room for deus ex machina, uh, I can bail myself out of a, a corner that I thought I wrote myself in? I would not go that far at all. Not at all. I, I wouldn't say that about this at all. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not saying this one. I'm saying a joke. Oh, no, it definitely, there absolutely is a moment like that in season three. There's like super mm-hmm. duper. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually two, um, and both of them <laughs> made me cry like a baby. So I don't know what that says about me. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the, the fun thing is that every other character's powers are so specifically defined that like it stands out that his is just like, I don't know, he gets power. Like, he just has it. Because it's like, Bakugo, like, secretes nitroglycerin from his hands that he can make explode. And the more he sweats, 
the more it like he can blow up and it's like all right that's very specific like it's only from his hands it's only when he's sweating it's very specific things like that and then deku's like fuck sometimes he can jump real hard and other times he can flick the air in half i don't know what to tell you <laughs> it's also fun that in this like we get the big ice explosion and Takanakamura, who is the key animator on this, has not quite stretched his ability. We will talk a lot about cubes later on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't notice that until until you mentioned it when we were uh, trying to figure out the planning for this, and I was like, does he? And I was like, shit, that's just a bunch of squares, huh? Yep. <laughs> Are you talking about when they try to stop the, the two from tearing each other apart? Yeah, at the very end. It's just a just a bunch of cubes. Yeah, I, I noticed that because it was jarring. I was like, that's not how things break apart. <laughs> Superpowers, man. <laughs> that's just this uh, this animator, Yusaka Nakamura, does it a lot. He he worked on One Punch Man like under a pseudonym, and everyone oh. knew like as soon as like cubes happened in the Boros <laughs> fight, it's like, oh yeah, he's working on this. <laughs> uh, yep. Now that, now that you mentioned it, that totally tracks. With uh, with their superpowers combined, they uh, when they merge, they they take concrete and they turn it into Lego blocks. It yeah, it acts as, it acts like Legos. It's very uh, evenly distributed cubes flying all over the place. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Because <laughs> now we have people talking about the match. Yeah, I just I just want to say real quick because the oh, this is his only appearance, and Bakugo is my second favorite character after Deku. Um, that I love him. He is my son, and anyone who thinks that he's a bad character can eat my dick because he's the greatest. And like I I I don't know why. Like I there was a point where I was like, yeah, Bakugo is like needs to chill out, and then at one point I was like, no, he doesn't. I totally get it. I get everything that's going on here. I remember being a really angry 15-year-old boy. Like, I know how that's uncontrollable. And also, your superpower is explosions. You did not stand a chance. <laughs> so his, his superpower is literally, like, personified teen angst? Yes. He can shoot teen angst out of his hands at an incredible rate. <laughs> Fantastic. He's the, he's the best, and I love him. Through this, Bako talks about like quirks having a limit, and we see a lot, a lot of Deku's limits, but we don't really know much about Todoroki's limits. So, yeah, uh, another thing to keep in mind that they like they pepper in a little early. This is the first time they really talk about how quirks have like a physical toll. They're like they are. It's like working a muscle. So like the more you use it, the better you get at it. But it's also like you can exhaust it. Yeah, you can exhaust it, and like do some damage and we've only again we've only seen that with deku because like if he punches you with his superpower he breaks his whole arm if he jumps he breaks both of his legs like that's it that's all we've seen from him is like just destroying himself and everyone else you're like oh i guess other people can have limits too that makes sense sure and that's that's the setup or the the premise or the tension of this fight is it's almost like he says right from the beginning, he's going to come for me quick. And they set it up as the main character wants to play this as an endurance match. But literally endurance, not necessarily his strong point as he <laughs> is ripping his body apart to defend. Yeah, I understand the plan, uh, but it's not really until you realize that like Deku's like weird secondary superpower is that like he can just turn off pain and like he will just power through whatever to like achieve what he needs because he's an anime protagonist is his secondary superpower yep. <laughs> um 
And so, like, at the beginning, you're like, Deku, you literally just broke your finger. Like, that's, like, the first thing you did was destroy your finger. How is an endurance match going to help you? You don't know what Todoroki <laughs> is capable of. We've seen him freeze a mountain before. This is not going to go great for you, my dude. <laughs> just because he was mildly annoyed after talking to Deku. Yeah. He froze an entire mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, I I can especially relate because I'm thinking about the time I got the boxer's fracture. That does not feel real great, and yeah, it's pre- <laughs> yeah, it's pretty jarring. <laughs> kind of stops you what what you're doing because you're busy clutching your hand. <laughs> hey, have you ever wanted someone to accept themselves so hard you punch them with your own broken hand? Uh, oh god, <laughs> I I also love Deku so much. <laughs> Just love that fucking fighting spirit. Like, he's literally uh, the better version of Mati from uh, Captain Planet. This dude is heart. Yeah, right? He doesn't need to He doesn't need to talk to animals or any shit. Like, it's just in him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he is the ring that Mati wants to wear, but I'm sorry, he's too good. He's got yeah. too much heart for you, Mati. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, yeah, so they, um, they do, like, there's, like, a lot more back and forth. Because every time Todoroki, like, does, like, he, like, shoots ice out. Deku blocks it with, like, another finger flick. God, I feel like such a fucking nerd. It's a Delaware smash is the technical name of, of the attack. Uh, <laughs> all of it, all their attacks are named. This is one that they named in, like, the first season. They don't talk about it in this, but that it's a Delaware smash. They're named after states. There's a New Hampshire smash in the second to last episode of season two, and I'm from New Hampshire, and I was not expecting to hear New Hampshire said in an <laughs> anime. That was wild. <laughs> I was like, no one even knows where that is. You can, no one can even point out New Hampshire. It's almost as surprising the amount of Star Wars references that are in this. I did not know that until uh, they were pointed out, until I like read about it, because I'm not <laughs> big into Star Wars. And I was like, oh, is that what that is? Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I'm still curious as to why they're trying to teach the world state geography uh, <laughs> while fighting. It's... um. It- <laughs> It's a little bit to do with the fact that All Might is, like, very actively based on American superheroes. So, like, the names of his attacks are just named after... It's, like, a state smash. There's, like, a Texas smash, an Oklahoma smash, uh, a Detroit smash. That's one of the few that are named after cities. Uh, Missouri, New <laughs> Hampshire. I think that's all of them. I think that's all that they've done. I think that's all. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's just, like, he's Superman, and, like, he's very American, so we'll just put... We'll put, um, like, what's America? It's a bunch of states? Okay, just, that's his thing. <laughs> yeah, that that tracks with everything I know about Japan and naming conventions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not the best at it, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Alright, so we've got this back and forth, back and forth, and each time we go through, there's a little bit more inner monologue from Deku. Just basically urging himself to, to try your hardest each time. Yeah. It's really like self-help speeches given to himself by himself <laughs> in between yeah. every ice blast. I love it because it's every time he's like shit, this is not this is harder than it, like the last one was. Okay, you okay, all you got to do is just like a little bit just like keep going no matter what the next one's like oh fuck, that was even worse. Okay, just like keep going like don't give up yet. <laughs> it's like really nice little pep talks for himself. It's fine. Only all of your fingers are broken. Yeah. You can still do it. He breaks one of them twice. <laughs> By the end of this fight, he actively looks like an eggplant just because yeah. <laughs> his his body is so battered and purple. 
uh, yeah, if you don't mind uh, slight spoilers for later on down the line, um, he is told he does he does like some other crazy stuff to his arms in the beginning of season three, and they're to, he's he's told like stop using your hands or else you won't be able to use them anymore. Like we can only heal so much. He's like shit. Guess I gotta use my feet now, uh, and it's like <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, that's one way to go with it. Maybe like figure out the power a little better is is would be a better way to do it. But yeah, feet, I guess. Someday he'll get a mentor on a training arc or another one. Well, yeah, yeah, he he gets well, he gets one coming up pretty soon. <laughs> or or counterpoint, he learns to survive as a jelly. Uh, that you know what? I wouldn't put it past this show. <laughs> I feel like he could pull off being a jelly. A bit further down in the fight, like we're basically <laughs> there's a lot of monologue and stuff about how. Endeavor sucks, and uh, how I need to keep going. And they do like name drop the fact that there is a healer on the hero team with the super creative name of Recovery Girl. Yeah, but she can only accelerate the body's natural healing, and like some shit, like the body will not recover from. Yeah, uh, there's there's points where she's like, I have to do surgery before I can heal you again. Like, I can't just, like, fix bone fragments floating around in your hands. So, like, we'll, you know, don't do this anymore, please. You know those wacky, wavy arm inflatable tube men? That is yeah. basically <laughs> your arms now. Maybe we stop. <laughs> yeah, also, cool thing about Recovery Girl, her superpower is that she can heal you and, like, speed up your natural processes. She does it by kissing you. Um, she literally kisses it and makes it better. It's very good. That's a very good joke, uh, guy who wrote this. Horikoshi, I think. I'm not. I'm not sure what the guy who created this name. I only did my notes on very obscure, like key animators. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's Horikoshi. <laughs> if I had a manga volume with me, I could tell you. Um, I have several in the other room. I'm not going to get <gasps> up. That's yeah. I've <laughs> read the manga. I'm in deep, guys. I'm in deep. <laughs> but I think. I think at this point, we need to turn to where we start to get Todoroki also starting to monologue or flashback. Yeah. Um, so, so real quick, should we throw a warning up? Because it's a little intense. Um, you know what, guys? We are about to talk about some not real great subjects. Uh, so I will put it out there. This next little bit is going to feature abuse, and if that is something that you cannot deal with, uh, or that is too dramatic for you to listen to, uh, now would be a great time to skip ahead for a little while. I I don't have uh, when this particular section is going to end yet, so uh, I don't know what to say there, but that's about as best as I can do. That that was off the cuff. Yeah, uh, the it. The show does not, like, hold back at all. It doesn't revel in it, but it doesn't hold back. Yeah, it definitely, like, it's, it does, like, it does, like, zero glorifying, like, obviously, and it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't show, like, specifically anything, but there's, like, some just off-camera stuff happening, and, like, we're, we're coming in right after it happens, and, like, the first, like, big flashback is, uh, Todoroki as, like, a five-year-old, maybe? Literally five. Uh, it's somehow mentioned in there. Yeah, he's like kneeling on the ground. He like I don't know. I know in the in the manga, uh, there's like he puke all over the place. Oh, um, there's definitely there's definitely vomit on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His it's it's implied that his dad is like 
training him to the point of abuse, like where it is abuse, like at this point, and mm-hmm. maybe is also hitting him. But I don't, I don't think he he does the actual like. I don't think he's like physically abusing Todoroki because he thinks he's his masterpiece. But like, put that in your pocket because it's not like he's above it, you know. No, I, I. I took from there that he got hit so hard by his father that he literally physically vomited. Oh, maybe. That, yeah. They do a zoom up and it's like clenched fist, younger endeavor. So okay. that's that's what I read out of this. Yeah, that, that makes that makes sense too. And he even says, like, you know, if you think that was tough, you know, how are you going to fight against, uh, you know, somebody like All Might or be better than All Might if you can't take a hit like that? Yeah, which is wild because all might's a superhero like he's a good guy and is he's literally like training his son to surpass him because he doesn't like all might number two hero isn't a good guy he's a he's a social like he made the number one hero his enemy because he's just on a power quest and a power trip and his his son is just his chance to do what he couldn't do so he's going to break this boy until he can surpass the thing that his father couldn't. Because it's not about a father-son bond here. I mean, this is a really awful relationship. Yeah. There, there's. I, I, I think it's kind of spread throughout the episode, but it's kind of concentrated to the middle of all the, the flashbacks. There's like this training... There's a point where he's like his like three siblings um, who were essentially failed experiments because there's a whole thing with quirk marriages where like a couple generations ago is a big problem where people would find like a quirk that, that they thought would match up well with theirs and produce heirs that would have a stronger quirk as a combination of the two. And it's not like outlawed, but it is definitely like looked down upon now. So Endeavor was just like, yeah, no, I'm totally fucking doing that. You mean people aren't real cool with eugenics? Yeah, they they didn't think it was a good idea, and then Endeavor said, "No, I think it's a great idea because he's the worst." <laughs> but so his his wife has ice powers, and so like he's got three kids from before uh, Todoroki, and um, one of them has red hair, one has white hair, one has white hair with some red flecks in it. So it's like you know getting closer, and then you know Todoroki has half and half. So yeah, and. Togaroki, at the very young age, we do not see the red burn mark, which... Yes. Oh, boy. Actually, uh, when, we, when we're talking about him hating his father in the beginning, he even does mention that his mother called his left side uh, unbearable. Yeah, like monstrous. And he mentions her burning him, just briefly. And, like, that seems pretty quick. I mean, it's it's very... It stands out, but, like... Then you get into all the other stuff, so you're you're not really concentrating on it at that point, but we're going to bring that back around. Because, I mean, not only is dad so awesome that he hits his kid, oh, he'll abuse a wife. Like, it's, again, it's off screen, but, like, he's he says, like, I and this is even before she, like, throws the, like, burns Todoroki. There's just, like, off screen wife beating, and you're like, oh. This is the number two hero, and like in and and what that says about this world is like you if you do good actions, you can be called a hero. Like yep. he he defeats villains, and that's why he's a hero, not because he's a good person, because he is super fucking not that. Right. It's it's uh, very it's very Clockwork Orange. Uh, my my actions in public are what define good and evil, but yeah, it's not. But intent <laughs> so much more important mm. sometimes. And what it causes you to do off screen, maybe? Yeah, and uh, and it's really well contrasted by All Might, who is like 
literally anime Superman. He's like the best guy and he always like saves a day and then is also good, like a good person on top of that. And like that's your like main pro hero for the, you know, the rest of the show. And then you get like the number two guy is the opposite, like the complete opposite of that in this like horrible shit stain of a man. It's I I think it's really good storytelling. It's uh kind of hard to watch sometimes because of the setting. Like it's just such fascinating storytelling. Like it's very easy to say like all your heroes are good. Yeah, but with heroism being the like number one job and eighty percent of the population having superpowers, like shitty people get superpowers. Yeah, it's it's like pretty much everybody at this point in. The show, I gotta say, when it started and Todoroki came out with big goth energy or whatever, I was like, okay, he's just a shitty teen, and I didn't have any any attachment to the guy, literally at all. So during the fight, I'm 100% Deku, like, when the fight starts. And what's interesting about this fight is after those flashbacks, at this point, you know, I'm torn. I would be, I, I'm rooting for both of them. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they're both good kids. They're both good boys, and like right. they both yep. deserve to win. Uh, and and I loved it the whole time. Like we talked about, like the pep talks that Deku gives himself. It's like his pep talks are are like people helped you get here. You didn't get here by yourself. You got here because people like helped and supported you, and you owe it to them to do your best. And like that's his main like point. I can't let I can't let my my people that held me up down. Yeah, yeah, that's deal. and then. Because of that, he wants to do the same for Todoroki. Yeah. A lot of the like dialogue in the fight is like, there are so many people doing their absolute best, and you're not even like accepting your power and doing 100%. You're, yeah, right. you're using half your power, and it's like, it's, oh, these kids, these good kids, <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. Like, yeah, th- that's what we're going to get to in the fight, is uh, Deku has recognized that only using half the power is really starting to drain Todoroki. He's starting to shake. Because, again, you're exhausting that muscle. Yeah, like, there's, like, frost, like, piling up on him because, like, the... It's never really explicitly said, but, like, it's it's heavily implied that, like, the reason Endeavor found someone with ice powers is not, like, a cool theme. It was because, like, <laughs> his his drawback is that it overheats him. And so if he got someone with ice powers, it cancels out both... Uh, weaknesses like you you if you have fire you can heat up the part of you that's getting cold and if you have ice you can cool down the part that's getting hot so like that's how we wanted to make the perfect uh you know person and so like you see frost building up on Todoroki and Deku sees this he's like you gotta be fucking kidding me like like you're I know you're this is to make your dad mad but like if you're not gonna <laughs> give it your all like I'm gonna destroy you like I'm gonna win eventually uh he even yeah. says like you haven't put a scratch on me yet. And he's got like like all of his wounds. He's like got a purple <laughs> arm. His all of his fingers are broken. And he's like, none of this is from you. This is from me. You gotta like get your head in the game, Todoroki. Mm. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like he literally gives a pep talk to the person that is trying to end him. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, uh in the battle, we pan over to All Might, who is also internally monologuing because i know that those two have a a a close relationship that's that's deku's number one i want to be this dude guy uh he's like are you did you literally do all this just to to help out todoroki 
like to get him to to realize his potential. I think it says a lot about Deku that like he wants to win really badly. Like he wants because he wants to win the tournament and like to like show that he like deserves to be there. But the more important thing is helping his friend get over some stuff. And like that's like that's more important than the fight. And and also like a hallmark of a hero is like sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. And arguably this is not where his nose belongs, (laughs) but this is where it is anyway. It's not. But. (laughs) Also, there's a really, really powerful message in what Deku's doing for Todoroki. He's at a certain point, he's basically like, you know what? It's not your power, uh, your father's power that you're trying, uh, that you're not using. It's yours. Yeah. That message to me resonates as a message hearkening back to that abuse. You know, you are your own person. Th- that abuser does not have that power over you. You can yeah. be your own person and not live in that shadow or have that control over you. And I think that's the message I read from it. And that's like, I was like, oh, fuck, that's super good. Yeah, it, it's really because because this like unlocks another like some memories that like Todoroki had like, you know, repressed uh, or or just forgotten about because he's been so mad for so long. Because I think at this point we've seen like his mom talking to her mother and like throwing boiling water on his face and like then she's like sent to a hospital like he says i put her in a hospital so she couldn't hurt you anymore like he puts her in like a mental institution did he well i mean that's what's said but it it reads it reads as i put her in the hospital right he he said i put her in a hospital it he didn't say what kind and we already know what kind of duty is so that's got that's got a really dark double edge like it could be mental hospital because that would be the place that seems like you should put somebody that is pouring hot water on their child. But yeah. also there's this woman that we already know that he doesn't really care about. He, it was just a means to an end that hurt his, yeah. his best creation. Yeah, uh, we, like we get confirmation um, in like one or two more episodes that like it, it was like a mental hospital. Like, Well, thank God for that. Because when I watched it this time, that's the first time I really, like, put those pieces together. I was like, oh, if I didn't know already, like, mm-hmm. where she is, like, it definitely sounds like I just beat the shit out of her. So now she's not coming back. Like, it sounds real bad. Like, I physically broke her, so she lives at the hospital. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, like, he, he just, like, put her away. Uh, okay. What's so good about, like, the cinematography for the flashbacks is we see her face twice. It is right as she's about to pour boiling water on him. And when she says, like, it's okay for you to be a hero, that is the memory that Todoroki has of his mother. Yeah, he he hasn't seen her in so long that he only remembers two times that he saw her face. And that's that's playing into that that dichotomy that that is the character, too. The the guy functions in two halves a lot. So he's got one really good inspiring memory and one horrific memory of his mom. Like, yeah, this dude it, it works in twos a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't realize that, but yeah, that's 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 a, a real good point. So he uh like this like the memory that's unlocked is like him watching All Might on TV saying like, "Hey, quirks are powerful and some are dangerous," and like, but it's yours. Like whatever your quirk is, that's yours. It's like right after Deku says it, and like his mom basically says the same thing that Deku says. Like like you can still be a hero and not have to be like your father like you're not your dad 
you you can still be a hero even if you have his power. Just eat your vitamins and say your prayers and <laughs> mm, yeah. Can we go? Mm. <laughs> no, that guy's trash. I understand that. <laughs> no, he's the fucking worst. But yeah, so then uh, at this point, like I don't know when it is, but like Cementos, the guy who can like fuck with cement, as you might imagine. <laughs> Is like, should I stop this? Like, they're killing each other. Should I stop these two children from murdering each other? I don't understand why that's a question he had to ask. <laughs> I Like, that's the world they live in is like, I mean, not yet. Like, give them a minute. <laughs> Maybe they're getting close. Uh, and then uh, we get to the, the commentators and Aizawa, who is the guy that was all wrapped up in bandages because he recently got, like, all of his arms broken and, like, his face bashed in by, like, a brainless bird monster. I like the phrase, all of his arms. Because as, far, arms, as yeah. far as I can tell, he's got two, which is a standard number of arms. Yes, but I've had half a beer, so... <laughs> and, you know, for this show, like, there is someone who literally has four arms as their power, so... Yeah, there's a guy with four arms, there's a guy with six arms that can make more arms, so, it, you know... There's a guy with tape arms. I mean, th- there there's literally a Marvel <laughs> character that is that anyways, uh, called Forearm. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the 90s were bad. <laughs> <laughs> Despite what people might tell you, the 90s, not always great. No. Um, but yeah, as I was like impressed by Deku's resolve because like earlier on in the, in the series, he was like, hey, if you think you can get by by just like destroying your arm every time you got to do something, like I'll expel you. Like that's not enough. You can't you can't destroy yourself to like do one thing because you'll be useless for the rest of the fight and like that's not good that's like the first lesson deku learns and then like cut to now where yes his arm is broken yes all of his fingers are broken yes his other arm is kind of broken and his cheek really hurts yeah he uses his like his cheek to like shoot uh like to use his thumb as because he doesn't have any more fingers and it's like oh man that is that looks so rough do you bite your thumb at me sir (laughs) Yes, and it will destroy an iceberg. Uh, I don't remember that part from the the Shakespeare story. Yeah, Shakespeare had to cut some stuff for time, and that's <laughs> the part that got left out. But yeah, I just like that Aizawa, who was sitting there in bandages from being like destroyed a couple, you know, a week, like a week or two ago in in universe. He's like, oh shit, like he's he's going for it. Okay. So then, hey, Todoroki uses the fire, and shitlord dad. Is well pleased. Oh God! This like this is the this rings so true. Like Todoroki like gets it, and like Deku got through to him, and like he kind of like shed some of the baggage, and then his dad's right there, be like, "Yeah, me." <laughs> and it's like, hey, 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 fuck off somewhere, Endeavor. You know, like, get it, out of here. He's having a moment. This is a moment of personal empowerment, and you're you're trying to like sp- you're ruining yeah. it. <laughs> There's a new worst anime dad. <laughs> huh? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think he wins the title now. Like, Goku's going to have to do some really shitty things to catch back up. Because <laughs> this dude was like, I don't care it's a marathon. I'm going to sprint. <laughs> Look, anime has a lot of very shitty dads for very specific reasons. <laughs> At least Todoroki wasn't turned into a dog. Uh, oh, that's fair. Oh, that's uh, fair. Fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough. Oh, Jake, <laughs> that is rough yeah, to watch. I, I do not know what you are talking about. Uh, that he's talking about Full Metal Alchemist, sir. Oh, huh. Which is also a show that I feel like if you were to watch, uh, you might not hate because there's a 
there's a whole brotherly love aspect that runs very strong through the show. Okay, I'll, I'll put it on the list. I've heard, like, there's two. Like, one is Brotherhood, and they're, like, the yeah. same story, but one was done after the manga was finished, and one was done before. Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, it gets a little weirder. Uh, I will I will put it on the list. I am kind of terrified that someone gets turned into a dog now, but... Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I'll cross cool. the bridge when it's we get chill. to it. Don't worry, it happens real early. You're <laughs> crossing almost as soon as you get on the path. <laughs> okay, good, good. Good to get it out of the way early. <laughs> But yeah, so so Todoroki like doesn't even he doesn't even look at his dad like he's like yeah. like that guy doesn't mean anything to me right now, which is really good. That dude lost all his power over his son. Yeah, because De- Deku like gave him the best self empowerment speech, and he's just like, "Fuck yeah, I am my own person. I'm going to be a hero." Such a good boy. He's, he's the he's the best boy. Um uh, and and uh, like in like I think it's the next episode, or the episode after, like Endeavor's like, "Yeah, you finally learned your." You're you're over being mad at me. And he's like, no, just fuck off. Like, I don't care about you anymore. And then, like, walks away from him. It's really good. It, and it's, like, crazy good animation when he, like, fires up his fire side. Oh, yeah. It looks amazing. It's so good. And then Deku starts charging up, like, his legs. Because he has to, like, put power into certain parts of his body. Because, like, that's how he thinks he has to use it right now. And, like, they clash. There's a bunch of squares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, wh- what's the guy's name? Cementex? Uh, Cementos. Cementos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sees these two fools getting ready to just lay it all out and murder each other. And he goes, okay, maybe yeah. now is when I step in. <laughs> maybe now that there's like very cold air and a lot of heat that is going to make it expand. Maybe now I should make a lot of debris to fly into the stands. That's a good idea. You know, like a nail bomb. Fucking good job, idiot. And then it's just like a bunch of like nebulously defined power coming from the other side of that. I'll, some cement will be fine, right? <laughs> there is no way this ends in tragedy. Yeah. And so like they clash. There's this giant fuck all explosion. Like, I don't know how everyone in the stands was not hit by cement, but they all seem fine. Cubes out the wazoo. It's yeah. literally like the biggest shrapnel grenade ever created, except they don't. Yeah. They just decide not to deal with that. That doesn't happen. Because. Yeah. Anime. That's not the point of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just wanted to show you cool visuals with, with cubes. We needed cubes. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks good. I just. Now that I'm now I'm never going to unsee that it's just a bunch of cubes yeah. flying everywhere and like how that happened. Oops. Um, <laughs> that's all right. Um. But yeah, then like the the smoke clears and like everybody who was on the field was like thrown around from this giant explosion. So like Midnight, who is literally uh the I forget what the she's like the R rated heroine. She's the rated R superstar. Yeah, she she's Edge. <laughs> uh, she's uh um uh, she's like a dominatrix, but a superhero. And her power is putting people to sleep. That's a yeah. ve- that's a very yeah. weird contrast there. What's what's even better about that is every time you see her out of costume, she's in like pajama pants and a big shirt, and she just like looks very comfortable. And it's like for her job, she just gets extra sexy for marketing, is what it yeah. seems like. Like Saturday, she's just like hanging out at the dorm room, casual, like sweats and a t shirt. Yeah, just like chilling. She's got like little like like uh, those like mop shoes on, so she can like wash her floor while she walks around. Like that's like she just looks very cozy. And then it's like also. She's a very horny. Mop shoes are a thing? Like, I'm learning right now. (laughs) 
Yeah, they're like uh they're like slippers, but they got those like uh like uh microfiber like dry mops on the bottom. And so you just like just uh, clean your hardwood floors while you walk around. Okay. They're a real thing. Someone decided to make I them. I believe that. Uh, th- this was clearly there were drugs involved in the the muse that inspired that. <laughs> I understand that. Sure. <laughs> I think laziness inspired it, mate. <laughs> Have you never smoked marijuana ever in your life, Joe? Uh, it inspires a lot of places. Uh, it, you are not you are not out there like, okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to smoke this bong, and then I'm going to file some taxes, going to mow my lawn. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I'm going to crack into uh, a Russian novel, something nice and he- heavy and heady. No, these are not things that people that are actively stoned out of their mind are saying. They're like, I'm going to put mops on my feet. <laughs> They're like, dude, Cheetos and Cool Ranch Doritos, if you put one of each in your mouth at the same time and chew, <laughs> it's a new world that opens up in your brain. It's the sixth flavor. It's the secret sixth flavor. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so the smoke clears and uh, it's like tight on Deku so you don't see what's going on with him. But then like it pulls out and he's like way out of bounds, like stuck to a wall. Uh, and they're like, Todoroki wins, and he's just standing there like his shirt's like burnt, and like he's just like, oh shit, that's what I can do when I just believe in myself. But also, I took that a little bit as in, holy shit, the guy that talked me up into my like you know final form level isn't necessarily a joke either. Uh, yeah, there's like they like their their friendship like immediately grows after this. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he he's sitting there in like. He's got a look of complacency on his face, like, like, yeah, I, I made it, I am my own person, but there's also a little bit of, like, a shock, like a holy shit, dude's got game. And I love that we jump right from that intensity into gal pals just being pals. <laughs> right, yeah, just, just like the end credit, and that's literally every single end credit song is just like this low-key chill hang sesh, and it's it it gets jarring when it's like Deku just punched a man so hard he blew through a mountain. Da, da, ba, 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 ba. Let's have a wacky fantasy world. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> but, buddy, we need to step down. We don't go from sixty to zero. It's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you gotta you gotta give me like two seconds of silence or something. Like anything, please. Just let me catch my breath for a second. Yeah, and it's like, no, here's like the girls in the class just like, I don't know, running around the courtyard or whatever. It's like, okay, yeah, I guess we're just doing this now. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I feel, well, that was the end of the episode, uh, but I've got I've to gotta sum up here because I liked the episode just watching it. Having sat down with both of you that are big fans and really kind of gone down to brass tacks and really examined because this was character study. I mean, there's a fight that's interstitially kind of happening. But, like, yeah. <laughs> like, really, this is about the two characters and really studying them down. Or at least that's what I felt like this episode accomplished for us. Yeah. It's very hard for me to hate stories that are character-driven. And this story was very character-driven. That's that's the whole show, too, dude. Oh, like, man. It's, it's really <laughs> good. I've said it before, and I'll say it a thousand times, like, good shonen anime use fights as a vehicle for character stories, and this fucking nails it. Yeah, this was this was firing on all levels, and it's willing to go 
and not revel in dark, but go to dark places, which that always sings to me because I don't know I like awful things <laughs> or I like sad stories. Uh, it's just, it's probably a problem. Like, no one's bothered to have an intervention for me yet, though, so I'm just going to keep with it. <laughs> See, like, you got it under control. I manage. I manage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, and, like, literally, that's, that's, like, the whole show, like, like, uh, an episode or two before this, uh, focused on, um, uh, a girl named Ochako, and, like, how she, like, she was going up against Bakugo, who is, like, like, no, the number one fighter. Uh, they, they make mention of it in the, the episode, actually, that, that he bested her. Yeah, he, he won, but, like, but, like, the great part about that episode is it gives you so much about her and so much about Bakugo. And, like, it's, again, it's, like, the fight is set dressing. That's not what the, the story is. And it's, like, everything is like that. There's no fight just to have a fight. There's always so much more going on. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I just, like, am so, like, head over heels for this show. No, no, I, I get it now. <laughs> I, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really am. I'm I'm going so quick trying to remember the name of the girl, um, the maker chick. Uh oh, uh, Yairozu. Yeah, like her whole fight of like being propped up as this fucking all star who also got in with Todoroki. Like her whole episode is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh, the um, the one at the end of the season, or or the fight, like her episode of the her episode against my bird boy. Oh yeah, I guess uh, against that. Oh, I love that bird boy. Um. Yeah, that's that, and like the good part about that is like she's built up to be like she she uh destroys like the first thing Deku does when he gets superpowers is destroy this like giant robot, um and she also just destroys one like kind of casually and Deku like had to break his arm and his legs to do it and she just like makes a cannon and destroys him that way and so you're like okay she's a big deal and then she loses in like two seconds because like she's not good at fighting yet and like not as good as uh um Tokoyami is and then it's like okay we're going to follow that thread. Like, that's not going away. Like, we will come back to that at the end of the season and just, like, here's her getting her confidence back and, like, figuring out, like, what her strengths are. And it's really good. It's a really good show. <laughs> so good. And what I think, as someone who watches a bunch of anime, like, this is very, very formulaic stuff. This is a shonen anime, but everything is so fucking refined and they have such fantastic characters to, like, dress every fight. It's just fucking brilliant. And everyone should be watching it right now. It's really good. Yeah, I, I, I would put it out there that you can tell the same story and you can see the difference in skill between... It'd be like going to get a meal, something that you've eaten all your life, a very classic traditional dish, but instead you showed up at a five-star restaurant and you had a world-class chef prepare that same dish. You're gonna notice the difference. I mean, it's the same thing, yeah. but it's been done so skillfully that it's been elevated because of it. Yeah, and, and like there's, you know, there's only like ten stories that you can tell. And it's like all in how you tell them mostly. Uh, and and as someone who does not watch a lot of anime, uh, I've watched. Uh, I think I'm on like 250 of One Piece. Jesus, because uh, I like pirates. And uh, I know, I know, I, I know. I was I buried the lead. So sorry, guys. <laughs> I've never even watched that show. <laughs> oh, it's really it's really good. I, I'm it's gonna really back good. you up though. I I don't know if this was officially while we were recording or not, but 
it was established as canon on WTF Anime that Jake has watched more full series of anime than I ever have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I watched the first two seasons, which was about 200 plus episodes. Um, or maybe it's like 150. Maybe I'm not at 200 yet. I, it's certainly a lot. Um, and I, I'm going to be starting the third season soon. I, I chose Bleach as my top three shonen. And I've watched all of that. Like, I could not do, like, a 300-episode thing of anything else now. <laughs> oh, well, lucky for you, there's 800 episodes yeah. of One Piece. <laughs> so, um, it's really good. It's Magic Pirates. It's pirates and they have magic. But, like, you know, it's got all the it's got all the shonen tropes that I didn't know were tropes when I watched My Hero Academia. <laughs> so, they're, like, fresh to me. And, like, I'm totally cool with all of them. So, like, people would complain about, like, oh, there's a filler episode. Or, like, I was like, that filler episode ruled. What are you talking about? Or, like... The My Hero Academia filler episodes are the fucking best. There, there was like the one in season three. I saw people complain about it, and I was like, "You keep this show's name yeah. in your fucking <laughs> mouth if you're going to talk bad about that filler episode." I love like bottle episodes where you're not necessarily getting a lot of plot advancement, but you're getting you're getting character story. In fact, uh, to to bring it back and and self promote a little bit, like like good podcasters should, uh, we. <laughs> Had an episode on on grayscales that was just basically Joe and Matt, uh, just doing a thing, and it was it was very good because you got to see more of of Joe's character and a little bit of what drives him and how he is. Which you know, when you're busy trying to accomplish a task, doesn't necessarily always happen. It, it's you know, problem solution. Problem yeah. solution is is how you know plots go. Generally speaking, uh, with role playing, so. Having those bottle episodes is great because you get to learn more about the people that you are taking this journey with. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and the like the the my hero uh, like filler episodes because there's only really like two and a half because um, they they like stick really close to the the manga. It's basically storyboards in some places, which is wild. Uh, but like the first one is like while this was going on, here's what another character was doing. It's like a whole real episode just about uh sue and just like what her internship was like and then the one that just happened was like all right everyone got separated instead of not showing these four people here's what they're doing and it was awesome yeah and it's like here's just like good character stuff and like how they got through this thing and it's like yeah that's that's rad that that, that shit rules all right so uh that is a my hero academia episode 23 and general overview do we got any other bits or pieces to add about it or are we all wrapped up? Wow, we didn't go for three hours. Shit. Uh, I no, I think I got everything out that I needed to. Uh, <laughs> everything, everything required of it. Again, I would love to, or, or I want to, I should say, I, I would love to, and I want to thank you for coming on for episode fifty. We made it, you guys. We're at fifty. That uh, that that feels big to me. Yeah, that's big. Congratulations. I mean, it's nothing to you that has, like, episode 5,000 about Power Rangers. I don't know how you do that. Do two a week and just refuse to stop. You're just all heart and podcast. That's all you are. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm, I'm a shonen protagonist. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> now that we've thanked Jake for all of his services in this episode, it's time to tell him to fuck off. Travis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am not looking forward to what's about to happen here. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't like it already. Uh, so, that said, next time.
on WTF Anime. What you got, man? Okay, so I I haven't watched this show. <laughs> Obviously. That's the last time that you sent us down a, a, a horror realm that uh, <laughs> you said that. So, and before I say what it is, I need you both to promise me that you will not look up what the show is about or what this episode in particular is about, okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's what I do all the time. I, I figured I just wanted to get it out there um, because I will not be asked back <laughs> and I'm so excited <laughs> to listen to that episode. Um, there is an anime, and I don't even know how you're going to find it, uh, called Wolf's Rain, <gasps> Wolf apostrophe S, Rain, and I want you to watch episode 16 called Dream Journey. I fucking love Wolf's Rain. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm glad it's good because the episode I picked is literally the funniest thing in the world to me to have you guys review. So uh, that's the episode 16, Dream Journey of nope. Wolf's Rain, which I found out about last week when I was doing <laughs> some Googles. I know what Travis is in for. This is going to be fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you know, I just watched <laughs> something that really crushed my soul. Uh not that long <laughs> before uh we we uh we recorded this. It was Japan loosely saying we're going to do a Cthulhu in like the loosest form like we'll use names. <laughs> <laughs> but but make a harem anime. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I've I've prepped Travis. Literally nothing you could show him would be as bad as what I showed him. Uh, okay. I don't know if I'm going for bad as in quality, but I, I have a, uh, a certain standard of the picks that I've given in, in that it, like, there's not a lot to talk about and that's what's bad about it. So I'm hoping- Oh god, you gave me a, sl- you gave me a slice of life anime, didn't you, you son of a bitch? I don't, I don't think it's a slice of life, um, but I, uh, god, I'm just, the idea just tickled me so much that I had to, I had to give it to you guys. He gave you something. I guess- <laughs> It is the anime version of herpes. That's what you've given me, Jake. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Boy, that is an episode. I'm I'm sorry we couldn't have done like the, oh, I'm so shocked of a thing. Like, I'm sorry you couldn't come on and go watch episode 24 of Flint the Time Detective. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, look, if you guys want to do Flint the Time Detective, I'm down. That's That was a Fox Kids anime and those are my jam. Nope, we're doing Wolf Rain. Nope, yep, Wolf's Rain. Uh, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. <laughs> ne- next time that we uh, that you come back on, I want to review the episode of Space Goes Coast to Coast, <laughs> where uh, Zorak has his baby cousin Raymond on, and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> uh, well, if I am invited back, then yes, sure, I'll do whatever. Uh, I like doing the show. It's always a fun time. It's so. not anime. <laughs> It, it, maybe this is April Fools. Like maybe I, I'm prefacing April yeah. Fools right now. We still have to make good on the promise of showing Jake like very shitty wrestling anime. So oh yes, there is that. That's true too. So uh, that said, I guess it's on to business. And uh, being that you are our guest, uh, sir, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, guys? Uh, if you want to skip ahead like ten minutes. <laughs> You got a couple minutes. <laughs> uh, Go get a drink. <laughs> if you don't want to listen to any more Jake, just skip ahead a couple minutes so you can't find him. Where can they find you on the internet and all your projects? Uh, I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. Uh, you can find, I have like, I think I've met nine podcasts. You, honestly, I, you stop counting after a while. Uh, so I got the Morphin Grave, which is episode by episode recap of Power Rangers. 
Pokemon World Tour, which is a, a town by... It's like an audio Let's Play of Pokemon, the game series. There's Pokemon World Tour United, which is an actual play show uh, set in the world of Pokemon. There's Cool Kids Table, where we play a bunch of different RPGs. And uh, barely, we barely play them. We play them wrong, usually. Um, there is... Jesus, what the fuck else do I do? There's Hard Reboot with Alan and Matt, who's been on your show a couple times, I think, uh, where we reboot public domain properties. There is... Uh, Spectre, which is a uh, James Bond podcast where we talk about the James Bond movies and several others, but honestly, those are the big ones. I don't even know what else I do. Everything else you can just find on Twitter. It's probably fine. So uh, that's you. Hey, Joe, uh, if they want to talk to or at you or any of that other stuff, where do they find you? Well, you can always and forever find me on Twitter. At the Joe Hatfield. You can follow the show on Twitter at WTF Anime Show. You can send us an email by contacting us using the email WTF Anime Show at gmail.com. By the time this has gone out, we will have launched a Patreon. So that's neat. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you can find both Travis and I role playing some characters on The Lost Library uh, campaign Grayscale, which is uh, Monster of the Week. And you can listen to Fifth Watch, which is me DMing masks uh, with Travis and some other friends. It's a bunch of Lost Library folks. It's super good. Um, it's really, really queer. <sighs> it's so gay. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> Travis. Uh, okay, yeah. If you want to find me, uh, that's what you're looking for. Uh <laughs> Probably not, but if you are looking for me and you want to find me on the Twitters, you can find me at Dicelobber. That's uh, D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And I will, I always put this out here, I do not run the WTF anime show handle, so, like, if you're trying to talk to both of us, you need to tag me in there, or else, like, <laughs> I'm gonna find it, like, four days later and be like, oh, they were asking both of us a question, I should probably respond, because I look like an asshole. <laughs> and that's not uncommon for you. So. <laughs> oh, buddy, I love you too. Eat a bag of dicks. We almost made it through a whole episode without without a dig. Yeah, you can't you can't have that. It doesn't feel right. Nah. <laughs> Not enough for the fiftieth. Yeah, it's it's the celebration of everything that has come before it. <laughs> right. It is the culmination of our works and Joe being a dick. <laughs> I own it. I live with it. I enjoy it. So thanks, Jake, for coming on. This was this was a lot of fun. And I know you've been dying to talk about this. God, yes, I it is. I like it so much. I won't do a podcast about it. I will come on other people's podcasts and talk about it. But like, I there are two things that I will not podcast about because I like them too much. It's this and pro wrestling. <laughs> the the only thing I have to say is bye, bye, <laughs> bye. Do I do it too? Bye. Yeah, you can if you want. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I love your awkward act. outro. Yeah, outro. Yes, that's what we're going for. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>